Hi, you are listening to the Praying Christian Women podcast with me and my co-host, Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? It's going well. How are you doing? I'm good. We get to talk about gratitude today and just ways to develop the discipline of gratitude. So I'm really excited about this topic and ready to dive in. Yeah. Well, let's start with prayer and the verse of the day. Let's do it. God, we just thank you for this time together and just some opportunities to to cultivate that spirit of gratitude. I just love the fact that once we start giving thanks, it just becomes easier and easier and it totally transforms us. We just pray that you would be present today and help us to um, just understand how we can make gratitude uh, an integral part of our prayer lives. Amen. Our verse of the day is Colossians 3.15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you are called to peace and be thankful. Okay, what's really funny, that was just our benediction and on, on the last episode that we recorded, because for those of you that don't know, we record in batches. And so we, we record several different um, podcast episodes at a time. And I chose this verse as the benediction, which was from a list of benedictions, but I chose this verse completely independently <laughs> yep. for the verse of the day for this <clears throat> one. So yeah, there you go. There one you have it. Funny God wings. If you it guys is. didn't believe in God now or by now, now you do. That didn't come out right. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying. I know what I was trying to say, but I know I didn't say it right. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, how about just for fun? What's something you're thankful for? Ah, something that I am thankful for. I'm thankful for technology. And this is one of those two-sided coins because True. <laughs> I, this is one of those things that you can exercise and we can talk about it more. Taking something that causes you pain and finding something in it that's good. That's one way to give thanks and be grateful. And so I will say technology has been my bane in many cases at many times, but I am so thankful for it in this day and age. And especially with COVID and needing to, yeah. Mm -hmm. And also because we don't live close together, so we cannot be at the same place at the same time to record podcast episodes. So technology is great. So thank you. Well, and it's improved so much, even since when we started podcasting, you know, like how many episodes just ended up lost or interrupted, or, you know, I don't know if you still had to do it, but I was remembering just today, like when you and I were on zoom, nobody else in the house could be doing anything that required any kind of internet. And now there's just, there's enough Wi-Fi to go around. Isn't that funny? I do remember we used to, you know, we would both have to go and make sure the kids weren't on electronics. Nobody was streaming video on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we can just be like, okay, getting on Zoom. And then we hit record and out pops the podcast episode for everybody to listen to. That's right. It's like magic. Well, I'm thankful for, um, this is going to be a weird one. I'm thankful for like taste and smell. Because if you guys didn't hear in our special Thanksgiving episode, talked about how our family in early November came down with COVID and our well on the road to recovery and basically over it, um, although we're still in quarantine for a few more days. 
but I never totally lost my smell, but I had it like almost a week where things just tasted so off and even drinking water, it tasted like just weird and metallic. And then my husband totally lost his smell. Like he could, um, like he has a big gallon of hot sauce. He could sniff it, not smell a thing. It wouldn't make his eyes water. Like there was nothing there. And it's, really disorienting, you know, to not have something that you just always expect. Like I had several days where usually I drink my coffee with just a tiny bit of almond milk and that's all. And I couldn't do that. I had to do like the heavy creamer and mask the taste. It was, it was very weird and disorienting and made me recognize probably like I've probably never given thanks for my taste buds before. But when they don't work like you expect them to, it's a very strange feeling. What a good point. And I mean, that could be a launch pad for, I just, I feel like there are compartments of prayer or maybe categories of, of prayers mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. I feel like the category that you're talking about is just these little things. That was kind of the the basis when I did gratitude from A to Z. Um, right, right. We don't have available on the website. There's a, if you go to our website, uh, there's a blog post about it. So mm-hmm. you can go to prayingchristianwomen.com slash blog and scroll down. And we have this gratitude from A to Z. And it just started with me walking down the street one day, like well, my kids and I were going for a walk. And I just remember noticing these just tiny little weird obscure things that I had never thought to give thanks for. Before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I started thinking, oh, I could probably go through the alphabet and just think of obscure That's things. fun. And, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, well and what I love to do, yeah. oh, go ahead. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that you were able to recover your sense yeah. of taste and smell. Cause I didn't, I didn't realize you guys had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if I had totally lost my smell, like my husband had, I think it would have like caused me a little bit of panic and freak out. Like it's just, it's so different than what you expect. Um, I found, especially with this bed of illness, like I, I don't handle not feeling like myself very well. Like it makes me very anxious and very nervous. And just that question, like, is this how I'm permanently going to feel for the rest of my life? Like, you know me, I can tend to be a little melodramatic. (laughs) So my husband, for him, he's like, this is so weird. I can't smell. I think if it were me and it were that strong, I'd be like, my entire life might be changed. I might never be able to enjoy a cup of coffee again. Like I'd I'd probably obsess over that a little bit more than is healthy. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I could see that being very scary. Yeah. But you know, kind of like another tactic, um, in addition to like your gratitude list, like the A to Z list, or just like observing things that you're thankful for. Have you ever done a, like a gratitude web? So it would be something like, I'm thankful for our podcast. And so then like, think about it kind of like, um, a brain, Uh what do you call those things? Like storm brain, brainstorm with Mm -hmm. the clouds. And so we could be like, so the first branch is the technology. So we're thankful for zoom and for Wi-Fi and for electricity. Um, and then another branch could be, we're thankful for our listeners. And so then we're thankful for, you know, the food that our listeners eat and the clothes that they wear, you know? And so basically it's, um, the way I learned it is by like, instead of dear God, thank you for this food we're about to eat, you know, Mm -hmm. like every so often, okay, here is my chicken and my rice and my veggie. 
All right, so I'm going to thank God for the chicken, and then I'm going to thank God for the farmer that raised the chicken. Then I'm going to thank him for the, you know, the driver in the refrigerated truck who took him to the store. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like just thinking how far back you can go with all those connections can be a really neat exercise as well. And a reminder of how dependent we are on so many things and people that we often forget to give thanks for. I love that. I have not heard it for giving thanks in particular. You have, I don't, I don't remember which course or Mm -hmm, resource mm -hmm. it was, but you have talked before about praying for your family like that, where you'll put a person's Mm. name and then all the different aspects that you Mm -hmm. want to pray about them kind of in a little bubble and branching Mm -hmm. off, off of those things. And you can have branches of branches even. Yeah. And branches of those branches of those branches. And it's a fun It's a fun exercise. It also can be a neat way to like practice maintaining your focus. So like, let's say you're just lying in bed and you're kind of bored and you're not ready to fall asleep yet to like pick one thing you're thankful for and keep going down to all of the, um, all the webs, (laughs) you know, that can branch off of that and see how far, like how many connections you can make before you kind of lose your train of thought or fall asleep or something. I love that. That's so good. Mm -hmm. I have two of my three kids have a hard time settling down at night and falling Mm -hmm. asleep, my two younger Mm -hmm. ones. And um, they, that would be a great thing, a great assignment Mm -hmm. to give them because I've given them different things like, okay, close your eyes and make a story or close your Mm -hmm. eyes and count sheep or count down from a hundred or whatever. But that would be really useful, like incorporating prayer into their falling asleep ritual sounds like a really fun practice. And well, and and we could take your technique and my technique. So like open your eyes and take the first thing that you see in your room and start with that, you know, so like, here's my Legos. So, okay. So you're thankful for your Legos and then you're thankful for grandma and grandpa who sent you the Legos. And then you're thankful for the Lego store. And then you're thankful for the UPS guy. And then you're thankful for, you know, like, and, and see how many connections they can make like that. That's a great idea. I'm yeah. Write that down. <laughs> it's like, um, what's that six, that's Kevin Bacon game. Six that de- actor. Oh yeah. Six degrees. Six degrees. Of separation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it's like, you know, um, <laughs> here would be a fun one. Like take two totally random things like our podcast and a chicken. <laughs> and be like, how many, how many steps of what we're thankful for can we go? Like for actually that one would be pretty easy. So like we're thankful for the podcast. So we're thankful for each other. So we're thankful for when we used to record and my rooster would be crawling in the background. You know, that one was easy, but taking things that like feel totally unrelated and yeah. seeing how you can connect them like that. Maybe like our podcast and Kevin Bacon. Hmm. I don't even know who he is. I know the name, but he was in Footloose. He was the, the yeah. main character in the movie Footloose. The only reason I know that is because they kind of make a couple jokes about him in the Marvel movies. <laughs> so you have not seen Footloose. <laughs> no, I know the song. <laughs> yeah, it was a good soundtrack. Okay, so how about our podcast to Bacon? Yeah. I mean, so, I, I love bacon and I had bacon this morning in a sandwich. And we are recording today. So and we're we recording go. today. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a comedy and this pregnant lady, she, she yells at her husband. She says, go make me a BLT, but hold the lettuce and hold the tomato. <laughs> just a anyway, bee. just a bee. Yeah, go make me a bee. <laughs> Give me my bacon. All righty. Shall we talk about gratitude? 
We are talking about gratitude. And I think, I just, I love that. I love that exercise. Well, what are some other creative ways to incorporate gratitude? Um, I mean, we talked about the, you know, I, I call it giving thanks for the corn. You know, you basically, yes, for sure. Me for my roses, but never for my thorns. And so, yeah. Or we call those our even though prayers. The even though, yeah. We're stuck in quarantine, even though we're kind of bored. (laughs) Right. Sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, Um, so there's that. There is, yep, there's the web. There's just, you know, the prayers of things that you tend to take for granted, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Just, I feel like, especially with our health. And day to day, you know, like if your car runs, most of us are just going to assume that we can walk out to the car, turn it on, and it's going to go, you know, if we've got a car. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of things. You know, if we were going to go back to that web, that's a lot of connections that you have to make to make sure that that runs. Or same thing with your body, right? Mm-hmm. Like how many, how many things God is kind of upholding while you don't even, aren't even aware of it. So yeah, so prayers for the thorn, prayer webs, prayers for the things you notice and observe. Um, and then what was the one I, I was just talking about? Like prayers for things that you tend to, to take, take for, for granted. granted. Yeah. Um, and you can do that like through going through the alphabet and thinking of those mm-hmm. things or just mm-hmm. kind of randomly thinking about them. Um, yeah. I think randomly thinking about them, like as you're, it, it's just funny. I, it, it really, as you begin giving thanks, it can be hard at first. Like, you know, on our Thanksgiving mm-hmm. episode, you kind of put me on the spot and said, okay, so what are you thankful for? And we kind of went back and right. forth. And at first it's like, oh, you kind of freeze up. What am I thankful for? I mean, mm-hmm. of course, I have so many, mm-hmm. but what am I going to name? And then it becomes easier mm-hmm. and then easier. And then you kind of springboard off of that into so many things. And I think that with that kind of miscellaneous like things that you normally take for granted kind of prayers, mm-hmm. you start training your brain to see those things and to be thankful for the things that you wouldn't have thought of before as you start sure. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I had a, I had a cool thing to add to that. <laughs> totally left my brain. That's okay. I can totally blame um, my, like I'm, recovered from COVID, but my energy's not really back yet. So we will chalk that up to brain mush. I hope it will come back. I have no idea what we were just talking about. I I hope it'll come back as we're talking to something, (laughs) talking about something that that it'll come back to you. Um, One thing I thought about was one thing you can do is as you're going to sleep again, if you have trouble falling Mm -hmm. asleep, or if you feel like praying, if that's when you like to pray, reflect on your day and maybe go back and just kind of Go through your day from beginning to end and try to think of as many details as you can of things that you yeah. did before from the fact that you woke up, the mm-hmm. fact that you have life, uh, the fact that you have slippers because you put your slippers down, Yeah. Um, going into the bathroom and thank you God for running water. I mean, you could just go through like right. the, the list uh, and it would mm-hmm. probably take yeah a long time to get through all the things but yeah yeah no I love that even like we talked about um with your kids like even as a practice or being prayerful at the end of the day because it's hard to get it's hard for me to get much past 10 a.m when I do that without getting sidetracked or just falling asleep or totally yeah. distracted um so yeah I think it's a fabulous exercise and and the fact that you can't get past 10 a.m isn't bad right I mean it means no. that you've 
practice and you've given thanks for that, you know, the first several hours of the day at least. Um, so yeah, I think that that's great going through your day. One question that I love is just like, what was the best part of the day? And just kind of putting yourself back into that moment as a way to reflect and kind of like shoot that gratitude back to the Lord. Like sometimes I feel like we as Christians think that gratitude has to be a little more formal than it probably is. So sometimes we can just deeply, deeply appreciate something and kind of take that sense of appreciation and just allow that to be a prayer reflected to God. It doesn't have to be in like grammatical English. Thank you for my cup of coffee. It can really truly just be like this hot mug feels so good in my hand and I love the smell. It makes me happy. Right. And once you get once you kind of develop this attitude of thankfulness that kind of automatically gets bounced up to the Lord. I love that because it really does. I mean, prayer, prayer is so multifaceted and it's not just formulating words. You can pray without words, without language, Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, so I like that because it's, it's a form of, mindfulness and Mm -hmm. appreciation and being in the moment and yeah and and just feeling grateful and I think Mm -hmm. sometimes not all the time but I think sometimes when we put too much emphasis on the list or on the words Mm -hmm. we miss out on just feeling gratitude yeah it's like how many things I can check off the list and it's, it's almost like you're sort of like skating over the pond and never really sinking in, you know, and swimming. Yeah. So yeah, it's almost like you want to have a romantic conversation with your spouse. And so you just start (laughs) listing all the places you've gone on a date. Like that's not quite, you know, like, well, we went to Shirley's and then we went to McDonald's and then we went to IHOP. I mean, okay. So you're, you're kind of just saying words, you know, but you can go deeper than that and be like, Hey, remember when we, you know, that kind of thing and take it deeper. But I I remember what I wanted to say earlier. which is kind of the counterpoint to what we just said. And that is that you don't need it. Like, it's okay to be thankful for really frivolous things, you know, like it's okay to be thankful for, I don't know, those nice slippers. You're never going to die for lack of slippers, but it's still okay to really love and appreciate that you've got slippers or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And I think sometimes we feel like our gratitude needs to only be for, the like big deal proper noun things, you know, like I'm thankful for my salvation and I'm thankful for my family and I'm thankful for God. You know, we can also be thankful for that great bowl of ice cream or, you know, that funny TV show or things like that. Yeah, definitely. And um, just realizing that every single thing that we slap the label good on comes from God ultimately. Yeah. The yeah. What is that, it? Is it James? Every good and perfect gift comes from above. I think it might be James. I think you're right, but I'm not sure either. It's there in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Read your Bible. <laughs> I even know for a fact it's in the New Testament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the things that we think of is good. And I would say let's also avoid like being judgy towards somebody else. Like Maybe you ask somebody what they're thankful for and what they're thankful for is their little 
fancy yappy dog that you think is the most annoying thing in the world and you're struggling to pay for like food to put on the table and Mm -hmm. you know that this lady sitting next to you just plunks down five thousand dollars to the vet for her little fluffy dog it can be easy to be resentful or judgy but you know what like her gratitude for that little fluffy dog can be just as profound and extreme as your gratitude for your job or your health, right? So let's also not be um, sitting in judgment on what other people are thankful for. Yeah, I think it's that's true. That can be true of of anything. Prayer requests, you know, when someone mm-hmm. gives you gives a prayer request, and yeah, and yeah, it's the same for gratitude. Um, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Have you heard about our Patreon community? Patreon provides a way for listeners like you to partner with us to reach more women with the Praying Christian Women podcast and our other prayer resources. For as little as $1 a month, you'll get exclusive access to video recordings of podcast episodes, including some early access to episodes before they've even been published. You'll also be able to listen to our entire archive of retired episodes of the Prevailing Prayer Podcast, where our podcasting partnership began. You'll get sneak peeks of our newest prayer resources, as well as virtual retreats and other audio and video bonuses. To find out more, head over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash partner right now and check it out. I was just thinking, so we talked about kind of giving thanks for the good, like when I said technology, okay, technology is difficult. When I'm experiencing the difficulties of technology, I can think, okay, but what's a good thing about technology? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of, I guess, flipping the coin over and giving thanks for a good part of something that could be bad. Or there's the even though where, you Mm -hmm. know, thank you, God, that whatever happened, even though I'd rather something Mm -hmm. else happen. So the even though prayers, I think those are... I don't know. I think those need to kind of be touched on too. Cause that's actually giving, that's kind of the hardest kind of prayer, I think, mm-hmm. because it's giving thanks for something that we put the label bad on. Bad. So yeah. I know one of the things that your kids, you know, you said one of your kids prayed, thank you, God, that I have a stomach ache. Like, thank mm. you, God. Thank you, God, for this tummy ache, even though mm-hmm. I would rather feel fine or, um, right, right. Or, um, you know, an illness or financial difficulty or, um, you know, something that you're struggling with that you wish wasn't a struggle. And Mm -hmm. it, that kind of prayer comes from Paul. I think that giving thanks for the thorn Mm -hmm. directly, like, but I will delight in my weaknesses because Christ's power rests on me, even though I (laughs) prayed three times for God to take it away, but okay, but I'm going to give thanks for it anyway. So I don't know. That's a hard prayer. And that isn't a prayer that you would ever impose on someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I would ever say, 
Alana, you need to give thanks for that bad thing, you know, but I think that's something we personally should investigate. Can we bring ourselves to do this in this situation? And I think there Mm -hmm. are situations where we're not ready to give thanks for those deeply, deeply painful things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I think that there can be a little bit of faking it that some people try to use as just a mask. I think that for, for me, the reason why it was so, so important to teach the kids to add that even though is because I don't want them to feel like they have to be happy when things go bad, right? Like we have our example of Paul rejoicing in his tribulations, but he also like is on record saying, I know what it is to be well-fed. I know what it is to be totally taken care of. And I don't want, I think sometimes Christians can get so stoic and wrapped up in celebrating martyrdom and suffering Yes, that we actually feel incredibly guilty when good things do come our way. And so I think that acknowledging your disappointments, I, I feel like that's just the like that's required to maintain emotional integrity, you know? So we're not pretending to be glad about something. Um, And I think that some Christians feel a lot of pressure to just put on the happy face and to skip to the part where it's all blessing, but it's not, you know, like Job didn't turn around and like say, I'm so glad my kids have been killed. (laughs) You know, he's like, curse the day I was born. Why did God ever bring me into this world? And so I think there's a way to kind of sit with our pain or our disappointment or our sorrow or our fear, but to still have at the very least an element of gratitude. And so maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe for the tummy ache, maybe you are not at the place where you can with full honesty, be thankful for the tummy ache. And so then in that case, your prayer can be, um, thank you that I don't also have a headache (laughs) or, you know, thank you that I can still drink. I can't keep food down, but I can at least keep water down. Right. There are, there are always going to be ways that if you peel back enough layers, you'll always find something that you can with full emotional honesty, give thanks for. And then I think that kind of leads the way to being able to give thanks for the bad things themselves. Mm And yeah, you can't rush that process. You can't. Do you think that there's an element of saying, you know what? Thank you, God, for this stomach ache because I know you are good. Even if you don't feel thankful. Like, do you think that you could move forward in that direction even without being feeling it inside, like offering that Thanksgiving as almost like an act of worship, an act of obedience, kind of. I still love though, that with kids, you add that because I don't think a kid would necessarily, I think you could set a child up for some unhealthy attitudes. If you don't Mm -hmm. add on that caveat of, you know what you, the, even though I love that, even the prayers where you can add on the, make sure you're being honest with God. But, um, but I don't, I think there might be a time, especially for adults to say, you know what, I just lost my job and I'm afraid that I might not be able to pay the mortgage at the end of the month, Mm -hmm. but thank you, God, because I know that when there's movement that you're working, you know, I know that that you're the giver of good gifts, but yeah, that's, that's hard. It's, it's hard to know how to go about it, but they're all different ways. I would say to, to pray 
either to give thanks directly for that thing that we label as bad mm-hmm. or to pray around it. Yeah. I, I think of it kind of as, <clears throat> kind of as layers, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. And so basically like, let's say, let's take a job loss. Um, there's not, everybody's going to go through every single one of these layers, but let's just go through like the layers that might come across. The first layer might be that you are so scared and devastated that you can't even think of giving thanks for anything to do with that. And so then like your job is to find something that has nothing to do with the job you lost to give thanks for, you know, Mm -hmm. just lost my job. I'm really thankful that we have running water. Um, the next layer of that would be giving thanks for the ways that God is taking care of you, even in spite of what you're going through. So I lost my job, but I'm really thankful that I've still got, you know, another paycheck and a half coming before we're going to really like being out of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then the next layer and this is the one where we kind of are trying to teach our kids with those even though prayers. It's, I'm thankful that I lost my job, even though I'm still really, really scared and things like that. And then I think that could turn into, thanks that I lost my job. <laughs> because after a certain amount of time and after you see the way that God is at work, and presumably after he brings you some healing, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see some of the great things. So for example, when Silas was in the NICU, um, at first, all we could pray or the, the only type of gratitude that we could express is we would say things like, for going through what we're going through, we couldn't have asked for a better situation in that our family was able to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospital was like a four hour drive from home, but Scott and our toddler and I were all able to be together. We had a place to stay. Um, so we started with, well, we're not about to give thanks that our kids dying on a ventilator, <laughs> but we're thankful that we know that things could have been worse. <laughs> right. So for what we're going through, it's, we've, we've got what we need. And then it, it still took years. I mean, yes, we got to where after a couple years, we saw good things that came about from all of the, the medical issues we went through with Silas. Um, that includes one of his therapists becoming saved and like lots of really, really amazing things. Um, but even years later, I couldn't be thankful that my kid suffered so much, I, but I was able to be thankful for the good that God brought about from the suffering. Mm-hmm. So I, I probably just stated the even though, right? Like, I don't think I've ever been able to rejoice that our son went through what he did or that our family went through what we did, but I'm thankful that God brought good about from that. And then, yeah, I mean, I guess there's the next layer where you could say this was a good thing that happened to our family. But honestly, when you're talking about seeing your own kid, like on a ventilator, I don't know that many people are ever going to get there and that's okay. (laughs) Right. Because, you know, when Paul specifically speaks, he says, therefore I will delight all the more gladly in my weaknesses. It doesn't say I will give thanks for my child on a ventilator. I mean, there 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 are situations I feel like Mm -hmm. in the world, there is sin and death and evil. I don't know that we are called to give thanks for evil. I don't know that we're called Mm -hmm. to give thanks, but like you said, to see the things that God is doing in it, what he's Mm -hmm. growing out of that, that mess that is what we're giving 
thanks for. Yeah. And yeah. But I think remaining honest, God already knows what's in your heart. So you don't need to try to fake it with him. Um, mm-hmm. I struggled for a couple years because even knowing that somebody was spared from an eternity in hell because of what our family went through, I, if, had I been given the choice, I would have still chosen to not have to watch my son go through that. Yeah. So good thing the choice wasn't up to me. Um, you know, I'm for sure thankful for the good that God brought about. I'm extremely thankful that somebody came into the kingdom, but no, I can't ever get to the point where I would have voluntarily, you know, had God given me the choice. I'd be like, no, sorry, not my kid, you know, find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and yeah, I mean, maybe 10 years from now, I'll be talking about it in a different way, or maybe I'll, you know, live my dying breath feeling that way. But I feel like, um, you know, we, we do need to be honest with ourselves and with God. And I, I think that it does more harm than good to pretend to be more thankful than we are. Yeah. So you come across as really phony. Too. Yeah. And I, I think, think that, yeah, it gives Christians a bad name. It does. I, I just think that, that the key to any kind of prayer is, is transparency with God and being yeah. genuine and you can't go wrong with that. You yeah. know, just being genuine. You know, yeah. You read the Psalms that it's the entire gamut of human emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, it, to the point where like, sometimes it's like, it's almost scary to think about how, like how angry some of the Psalms are and mm-hmm. to take that raw anger and put it into a prayer. Like I can't picture myself ever doing that, but you know what, if someone came and attacked my kid, I probably could find that within myself. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what I tell people is God already knows the junk that's in your heart anyway. So you may as well like allow the junk to come out while you pray. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think there's, there is a cleansing that happens in being honest Mm -hmm. with God, you know, just allowing him to have those things. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about developing a discipline of gratitude, what are some just very practical ways that people that are listening could incorporate some of these types of gratitude prayers into their day-to-day to to make a discipline of it or to make a practice or to make it important in their prayer I think if you are at all into any type of journaling, um, I rarely, like in my courses for authors or in talking about prayer or anything, I rarely say like, you must do this every single time. And I would say the closest I would ever get to that is to encourage people to have a daily gratitude journaling routine, mm-hmm. even if it's just each day you write down three things you're thankful for. Um, when we started lockdown in March, our family had the habit where at the end of each day, we would go to our big whiteboard and we would each write one thing we were thankful for. And the rule was you couldn't ever have a repeat on the board. And so even if it's just one thing a day, um, and you can make it fun, like with the whiteboard or some, some years, what we'll do all through November is each morning, the kids and I will write one thing we're thankful for on a piece of paper, put it in a jar and take them all out on Thanksgiving. Um, oh, that's a fun so- idea. Yeah. Just if, if you need one thing that I would say like everybody should do, which I never say, um, but as strongly as I can say it is yeah. A daily gratitude log. However you want that to look, I think is really, really important. Um, when bad things come up to just train yourself to turn to those, even though prayers and maybe like what we talked about, we're just, you become a little bit more aware and mindful 
of giving thanks for the things that you see or encounter during the day. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any others to add to that? Um, prayer reminders are always good. If you are just looking to develop gratitude in general, if that's, mm-hmm. that's the type of prayer you really want to start incorporating, but it's good for any kind of prayer, just setting reminders on your phone, you know, set a timer yeah. or an alarm. Mm-hmm. And, um, like we've talked about many times before, my favorite one of your prayer tips, Alana is just the one minute prayer. And yeah, yeah. Set your timer for one minute. And mm-hmm. if you have paper, you can just like write down as many things as you're yeah. for, or take that moment and just do that kind of being steeped in a feeling of gratitude. Think of mm, maybe one thing that's a cool way to put it. Mm-hmm. and, and just be, just feel grateful in the presence of God yeah. for that minute or 10 minutes or hour, whatever you want to do. But whatever one minute is. is so doable. It, it is. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that we haven't talked about yet that we can end on is just remembering to express your gratitude to others. You know, we all are interdependent on one another. And even if like, you're not the type who's daily going to write like five thank you notes to people, even just the idea of between you and God, recognizing that you appreciate the encouragement or the friendship or maybe even the um you know the trials that somebody brings into your life in our thanksgiving episode where i was talking about how it just it feels like a light holiday i think that's what i mean like you don't need to spend hours just dwelling on gratitude it can be something that i love what you said about like just kind of being steeped in the sense of appreciating the things around you i think that's a really cool way to look at it yeah Cool. All right. Should we end with our blessing and benediction? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. All righty. And if you guys want, speaking of kind of discipline, um, our scripture prayer journal is up and free for you to download at prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal. If you're needing help kind of with some of these daily reminders and just kind of making prayer or gratitude or scripture reading part of your more regular routine. And now we will leave you with our blessing and benediction. May God pour out his love into your heart by the spirit he has given you. May he satisfy you in the morning with his unfailing love. May he take great delight in you and rejoice over you with singing. May God direct your hearts into his unfailing love and Christ's perseverance that these would forever be your support. And our benediction is from 1 Thessalonians 3, 12 and 13. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you so that he may establish your heart blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com slash journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world one prayer at a time.